Okay, campers, rise and shine. Don't forget your booties. It's cold out there. But hey, it's cold every day. What is this, Mar-a-Lago? Speaking of Mar-a-Lago, Mike Pence took some pages out of his ex-boss's playbook and they were all classified. Lawyers for Pence discovered classified documents at his home. Seriously? Him too? Can't believe this. It's like every week. This is basically Groundhog's Day. Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, our hosts look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words. Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do. But we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? What trips to telephones that are no different to you? Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Flachetti, and I'm here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the Internet's bullshit. And I'm CJ, just to be a little color commentary along on your journey. Well, and you're more than color commentary, CJ. In fact, but the color, I, when, the color when, commentary when, guy has the shitty jokes. That's not your jokes are fantastic, and I'm not <laughs> sure I'm allowed to say color commentary guy. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> In fact, I, I would like to retract the fact that I just said it. That's an outtake, right? <laughs> I won't say it again. I can't say uh, but, colored. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I didn't add the D. <laughs> like I feel, I feel uncomfortable saying collard greens. And I'm, I know they're referring to the collar on the leaf. I assume I have no idea. Like I've never seen, I've never seen lettuce in formal wear. But well, you know, there's somebody <laughs> in the South that thinks it's called colored greens because the colored did it. You no know, com- no, you know I, it's I, true. I, I, I know, I know that that is true. <laughs> that is. <laughs> However, no comment, no comment, <laughs> no further comment. I, 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 I agree with you without further, without amendment. <laughs> but, you know, I, I woke up this morning and it's like you and I have covered the unfolding saga of the Mar-a-Lago secret documents cache. So it starts off with Donald Trump getting raided by the FBI because he's refused to turn over documents to the National Archives or the FBI. Then it gets followed up by Joe Biden announcing that, ah, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shoot. I I found a bunch of documents at my think tank office in D.C. And then a few days after that, they're like, and my house. And then a few days after that, they're like, and my house again. (laughs) And then this week... This week, former Vice President Mike Pence announces that in his Indiana home, they found classified documents. (laughs) What what is going on? Okay, like, does every president and vice president just have these things laying in their house and now everybody's about to come forward with them? Uh, I don't know, but the the National Archives (laughs) went ahead and contacted every living vice president and president and said, hey... Check. Could you, guys, could you guys just check? Because this is this because this slowly, this slowly unfolding travesty of, of civic responsibility is 
is just too much to bear. <laughs> and it's been and it's been like a really slow, gradual build. It's like with Trump, yeah. it's like, yeah, that's kind of fucked. But like Trump, of course, he yeah. did it. Yes, and of then, course he did. And then it gets to Joe Biden and you're like, OK, like, I mean, maybe it's just like an old guy. How thing. do we, like, how do we, how do we just, process this? Like, like, maybe it's just, OK, whatever. Like, we're over it. And then Mike Pence, who like not saying he's a normal, sane human being, but he's he's like young enough to be like. Yeah, understand like, like there are documents in my house that not supposed to be here. He's got white hair, but he looks <laughs> kind of like Race Bannon from D- Johnny Quest. Yes, yes. It looks like he has some sinister plan to uh, <laughs> get rid of women's rights, you know, black people, uh, any sort of outside of marital sexual relationship, even maybe even marital. No, uh, no, 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 no. He is he is. Um, and I don't say no to disagree with you. That is all 100 percent true. But uh, I don't think that's the limit of it. Like extramarital sexual relationships, like that's like the tip of the iceberg. He wants to get rid of extramarital luncheons. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't go to lunch without mother with him, and by mother I mean wife. The thing is, is, is he has enough wherewithal to come up with these very sinister plans. Like he is capable of doing these things. He's well. What what I, what I find really interesting about Mike Pence is, you know say what you will about Mike Pence and what he believes it's garbage, but I will give him credit for being, for being at least principled enough not to overthrow the government. So I guess, thank you, Mike Pence. Like I remember when that happened, I was like, okay, like good on you, Mike. I guess that's cool. (laughs) All right. Neat. I like that. But again, so like, like if that was the last thing he did, if that was the last thing he did in public life, I'd be like, yeah, he's a hero. He died a hero. Knocked it out of the park, Mike Pence. It's like Rudy Giuliani. If Rudy Giuliani had stopped after 9-11, he would have been golden. Oh, yeah, like he for could, the rest he of his life. Cru- he could have cruised right to the fucking cemetery. Big fucking statue, America's mayor. No, I want to be Donald Trump's lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be disbarred. Um, so anyway, yeah, I guess the... So the, Obama has him too, right? Obama has him too. Uh, Obama has come out and very astutely, or I'm sorry, I, actually, I can't even say articulate. Uh, like, I can't even say he, uh, Obama has clearly articulated that because remember that guy got in trouble for saying he was articulate. Yes. They're like, yes. That, that Barack Obama's clean and articulate. It's just like, did you not think he showered? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, Obama has, has flat out said, not, he's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I, I get, the, I get the feeling like he's, he's kind of a minimalist. Like he's got like, He's got like a he's got like a clean house. All his stuff is exactly where it's supposed to be. But he sweated for a second. Oh, he 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 certainly did sweat because he's he's the type of guy who's really concerned about this sort of stuff. Joe Biden's rummaging through his fucking tool shed looking for secret documents. He's got he's got (laughs) eighteen briefcases that he hasn't opened in twenty years. He's just like (laughs) that's not even counting the ones that the Amtrak lost and found. Oh, God, the nuclear codes are in an Amtrak lost and found, aren't they? <laughs> the, the whole Donald Trump scandal was kind of like a gift to Joe Biden. So, yeah, Donald, Donald Trump is just like and you, you're, you're looking at it. And you're like, oh, yeah, that thing that Donald Trump's doing is really, really, really fucking bad. And then Joe Biden's like, I kind of feel bad for Donald Trump. I'm going to give him a gift. Here's some more documents. At this point, Fox News is pounding him. The 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 whole right wing media <laughs> is is like. It's a double standard. Why aren't the FBI raiding, raiding Joe Biden's house? And the answer is because, you know, Joe Biden's actually cooperating with the investigation and trying to give the, the documents back to the government, not withhold the documents from the government. They weren't trying to go get them. He gave them. <laughs> Joe Biden's like, I'm an open book. 
What book, you might ask? Ah, it's an old family recipe book full of top secret recipes. <laughs> <laughs> but they've been they've been hammering him. And then now this revelation with Mike Pence is a gift to Joe Biden because now they get to treat Mike Pence like a normal human being who has made a mistake that is being corrected in good faith. And they can't make it a red versus blue thing, which is kind of nice. True. True. So, yeah, all things said and done, I think the the best thing to happen to Joe Biden in this whole mess is Mike Pence, like having an oopsie with some government documents. Wait, wait, wait. Our our slash conspiracy. Is this coming back to the Clinton's emails? Are they going to eventually it has to go back? It it has to. I I think don't be surprised when in like two weeks, Hillary's gonna be like, yeah, I found the server. Oh, (laughs) silly me. Like, I, I think, yeah, we just have to have like, uh, we just, ha- we just have to have one of those, like, just like a no questions asked needle drop, <laughs> but instead like, of needles, it's, hey, it's just, top secret documents. Just come forward. <laughs> like we're opening the white, it's shut down to the general public, but we're opening the white house to any present, former vice president, president. If you've been in the white house, just come bring the documents back. We aren't going to say anything. Just bring them back. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, get in here. Yeah, Jimmy, come close. <laughs> Reagan's Reagan's are clear, but I, I but I am going to need to see Dan Quayle, Al Gore, <laughs> Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Dick Motherfucking Cheney. Oh, you know Dick's got something in his house. That dude's so evil. Like he has something in there. I, it's not even that. It's not even so much that he's evil, but he's such a backroom cigar smoking type of dude that mm. you know that he's he's probably got top secret documents framed on his wall. A thousand percent. It's like, that's proof that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction right there. See that top secret report right there. Unredacted. Unredacted. <laughs> like Liz comes over. She's like, you really need to put that away. It's inappropriate. And he's like, stop being such a buzzkill. Go, go fetch me a cigar. It's just reeks. <laughs> it's just a thick cloud. He actually, he actually lives in a, uh, in, in a humidor. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did have this other topic. Uh, Yep. From r slash scams. Uh, this is posted by user Pantone 802. Uh, Pantone is a uh, color palette, I believe. So I don't know what Pantone 802 is, but 802 might be a color code. Um, and they say uh, these were stuck to half a dozen or so doors on my block. The person who placed them made no attempts to knock, et cetera. Is this a scam? And what's in the picture is a small quarter sheet of paper that says United States Department of Defense, Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency to resident at, and then it's redacted, not by the government in this case, but by the person who posted it, who doesn't want their uh, personal information on Reddit. They're not trying to dox themselves to, <laughs> to all the Redditors on r slash scams, because it seems like maybe maybe there are scammers monitoring r slash scams to find out what's not working anymore. Quite possibly. Uh, So the bulk of the message says it it is necessary that I speak with you regarding an individual who's being considered for position of national national security or public trust with the U.S. government. Your comments regarding this individual's fitness and suitability will be greatly appreciated. Please contact me at the number below at your earliest convenience regarding this matter of official U.S. government business. Thank you. And then special uh, special agent name redacted phone redacted. And then please call. Blah, 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 blah. I assume it's like an 800 number with any questions or concerns. They, they redacted the 800 number, too. <laughs> and it's probably a public number with any questions or concerns about this notice or to verify the agent's identity. 
hey, by the way, if you don't believe that the person that handed you this paper is for real, go ahead and call the phone number on this paper and we'll tell you that this person is for real. (laughs) (laughs) Classic scammer move. Are are you sure you want to see if you want to go to my boss and check if I'm real? Uh, Here's the number to CJ in a different way. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 other CJ. (laughs) This is OG CJ. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I was going to see if CJ was real. Yes. CJ's real. <laughs> Can confirm. Um, so I, I actually went through the process of getting a security clearance at one point, And I don't know that they necessarily left documents like that on the door, but they really do. They, they call and contact a whole bunch of people and people who you, you give them references, but they also look beyond your references. So they'll look at your history and they'll look at your addresses. And in the case of a lot of people, so this is the United States Department of Defense, which means it's it's probably somebody joining the military and people tend to join the military young. So in this case, they might not have a work history that they can go to and, and talk to coworkers and things like that. So they would uh, go out into a neighborhood and potentially knock on doors in the neighborhood to find out more about the person applying for a security clearance. I don't think I'm trying to think. I feel like I had somebody call me one time for like a buddy, like trying to be a cop or But I can't remember. I feel like I feel like I was in college or like right out of college and get like I'm 99 percent sure it happened because I remember being like, who's this? (laughs) And it was like a very serious person. And they were like asking me these questions. And I kind of got the the sense. I was like, I should be I should be serious. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Even even after going through this process. You know, I, 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 I tend to be a little bit too honest sometimes, not necessarily giving away too much information. That's a terrible that's a that's a terrible personality trait for somebody being entrusted with the nation's secrets. <laughs> but sometimes I do offer up a little bit too much information when I'm dealing with the government. <laughs> and a friend of mine was going through a security clear. Actually, it's it was a name redacted. OK, <laughs> but now I have the name redacted in there. I can just cut out and just leave that (laughs) Um, (laughs) they were they were interviewing me because you know obviously i've known him for a long time we met while we were in the military and then after the military we went to school together you know i talked to him yesterday on the phone so this is somebody that i've known he's he's an amazing friend and you know they're they're asking me about like people that we knew and so uh, I was telling him about the only people that I knew that he interacted with at Penn State. And, you know, we were in the graduate dorm. So there's a lot of foreign students that we had contact and, and relationships with. And he and his wife were, you know, they, they lived next door to Winyi and Young Fun. They were a married couple. And there was like some domestic abuse issues. And mm-hmm. like it, it came down to like Young Fun. And like th- these folks would show up in like Mickey Mouse pajamas. They were they were adorable. But apparently there was a dark side to everything going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Young Fun like called him from jails. Like, can you come bail me out? And he's like, no, I cannot come bail you Can't out. Can't do that. Can't <laughs> Can do, I that, do that. That like you come over, you borrow a cup of sugar. You don't get to borrow $10,000 to bail you out of jail. That's against the rules. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But apparently Young Fun and Win Yi had decided that they were going to rack up as many credit cards as they could because who the fuck's going to make them pay when they move back to China? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why I didn't come up with that plan. Um, and then I, I talked to him about uh, his other neighbors were, were Nigerian and, you know, they were they were friendly and he, they'd help each other out. And, they'd they, you know, they went on some like outdoor picnics and stuff together. 
but the dude was always trying to run a scam. Like he was trying to like, oh, I'm going to buy a used car and I'm going to fill it with TVs and then send it back to Nigeria. You want to, you want in on this? It's like, no, no, of course I don't I want do in on this. this. I, I, want want nothing, on I want nothing to do with your potential smuggling operation. Well, I mentioned that these characters were in our orbit at Penn State <laughs> and apparently apparently they went back to him and started asking him questions about all these friends that he admitted. He's just like, no, not friends. They were around me. They are not friends. (laughs) These possible criminal foreign nationals that I was spending time with were mere acquaintances. (laughs) 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 So all that is to say (laughs) that this is a perfectly uh, legitimate document. Um, don't go giving away people's social security numbers to strangers who claim to be special agents that you meet on the street. Uh, but these sorts of activities do take place. And I, I thought, I thought that looked like a pretty legitimate notice. I, I, I would not be surprised nor concerned, uh, that this isn't, that this is in fact a scam, uh, fantastic penmanship too. You know, it makes it feel, you know, it makes it feel more official too. I don't know it, the, the bordering around it. Like the border, like the border is it, nice. There's some like r- almost retired administrative person in the DOD office who's just going to town with that little paper cutter thing. <laughs> just, just I think what 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 sells it for me is the uh, is is the justification, and mm-hmm. you, from a purely typological standpoint, uh, this is a full justification, which means it's straight lines down both sides with giant gaps between words in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, mwah, that is government ugly to a T. <laughs> how many spaces are between the words government and your? Like, how many times did that person hit the space? <laughs> I don't know. How distant do you feel from your government? <laughs> it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't reflect us at all. <laughs> but you know what does reflect us is the sweet dulcet tunes of the music of Rick Reynolds, which you can find on Apple, Amazon, iTunes, and Spotify. You can find him on Instagram at Rick Reynolds. Uh, CJ, would you like to give them your social media information? Yes, you can find me at Backyard Pitmaster SC on Instagram. Uh, and that's really the only place you can find me and active. So, I mean, that's a good come spot. On over. It that's is. a good spot. It's sexy. Why would, you mo- why would you go anywhere else? When you're lost, stay where you're at. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, you can find me individually at Foodicide, F-O-O-D-I-C-I-D-E. I think I spelled that right. You can find the podcast at Wreck Your Pod on all of the social media platforms, whether they're run by corrupt billionaires or by naive billionaires or billionaires with caches of top secret documents in their Mar-a-Lago beach house. <laughs> but I am, I am not on Truth Social. So if you're out there and you are on Truth Social and you want to cyber squat that Wreck Your Pod for us, just go ahead and secure that. Just just in fact, you you know what? You can tweet out awful stuff. Just say CJ said it and (laughs) 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 Mm. that was a good one. That was a tasty one. That was. (laughs) Sorry, my my throat's still a little bit sore. Um that's that's why I sound so great on the radio right now. It's a good radio voice. Like I I feel like I could narrate a country music video. You could do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talking about my tractor. Uh, <laughs> fucking love country music, man. Not my, I like, I, I don't like like the, the Walmart country stuff, but I like country. Um, good country's good. Good country is good. Good music's good. That's the key. Speaking of good music, I'd like to thank Rick Reynolds for the use of his song United from the album Portals in Progress, which you can find on Amazon, iTunes, and Spotify. You can find him at Rick Reynolds on Instagram. 
We, I, we, no, we already did that. We're, we're good, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes. Um, so if between now and when next we meet, it feels like every day is an unfolding train wreck of top secret documents being found in the possession of retired executive branch officials, we encourage you to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. We are united, but we're so far apart, and it won't change till we change. We are, but we won't. Oh. Okay, campers, rise and shine. Don't forget your booties. It's cold out there. But hey, it's cold every day. What is this, Mar-a-Lago? Speaking of Mar-a-Lago, Mike Pence took some pages out of his ex-boss's playbook and they were all classified. Lawyers for Pence discovered classified documents at his home. And they left in yesterday's audio. This really is starting to feel a lot like Groundhog's Day. Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, our hosts look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words. Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do. But we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? What trips to telephones that are no different to you. Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Placetti, and I'm here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the Internet's bullshit. Hi, I'm Scott from the No New Friends podcast, and I'm here to try and to understand the big words that Ryan uses. They're not like they're only as big as the font that you choose. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm an idiot and I talk to kids all day. So I have, I have no idea. These big words that you use, I'm going to need a translator. I've got my Google Translate right in front of me. I'm going to type in these big words. So just speak slowly and, uh, and I'll get it. Now, are you talking to your kids or are you just talking to hosts at the, at the restaurant that you work at? Yes. <laughs> I, I can tell you there's nothing, absolutely nothing more disheartening than working with teenagers. Especially in an affluent community, they give zero fucks about that job. Zero. Absolutely zero. <laughs> the adults are worse, though. Uh, sometimes the teenagers, you know, they, they're, they're excited, they're nervous. Uh, so, you know, you get them to perform for about a month. The adults are the worst. They're afraid to piss you off. Right. Because you're like, you're like, you're like mom and dad at another place or just like a deadbeat mom and dad at another place. Exactly. Exactly. See them once in a while. Don't really pay any child support. <laughs> like a lesser Trump family member. Exactly. But speaking of Donald Trump <laughs> and, and his poor treatment of things that should be held sacred, I just feel like I'm doing this topic every week at this point because of the series of document leaks that have been emerging just slowly over time, starting off with the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago to retrieve classified documents that Donald Trump stole for his own edification, followed up by the Biden administration admission that the president had documents 
stored away in an office at a DC think tank, followed up shortly thereafter by a revelation that they found documents at his house parked, uh, you know, like in the trunk of his Corvette or something. And then this past week, former Vice President Mike Pence has joined the fray, revealing that he, too, has uncovered classified documents at his Indiana residence. Yeah. How, how hard is it to, to keep the documents separate from the other stuff? Oh, gosh. I mean, you'd have to use like folders. And my other question is, <laughs> how do they how do they have so much paper? You know, Mike Pence said it, it got mixed up with my personal stuff. Who has that many that many papers? I have no papers. Well, I have I have uh, apps and emails. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, you, you would think that Mike Pence would have it all on his iPad. Exactly. You know, I blame the people who are cutting down trees to make these papers. That's who I blame. That's who the real problem is with. It's the printers. It's 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 you know what it is? It's the fact that our entire our entire government is a gerontocracy. Donald Trump and Donald Trump and Joe Biden are both well past 70 at this point. Mike Pence is not that far behind. They're 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 old school. They they're like print it out. Bring me my bring me my briefing. Right. You know, right. put 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 the classified cover on that TPS report. Let's get this fucking show going. <laughs> I'm with you. So I, I used to work in a classified environment. Oh, when I was in the military and of course you did. You've done everything. I've, <laughs> I've done a lot of things, some of which I can even tell you about. In the past, I've tackled this topic with what's the difference between Hillary's emails and Donald Trump's uh, documents. Then what's the difference between Donald Trump's documents and Joe Biden's documents? And now, now I have this topic from r slash no stupid questions posted by user ZM715. Why Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and Mike Pence took classified documents to their home? They clarify. Can't they just read it in the office? Right. So I think we should approach it from that standpoint. <laughs> it, it, no, exactly. Why are they taking this stuff home and can they read it in the office? Right. And why do they have personal things in the office that it, it would get mixed up with? Like, I don't know about you, but in every job I've had, I, I'm not allowed to print personal stuff on the company printer. So why is there, what is, it's Mike Pence planning a birthday party for his kids and, you know, it's the balloon animal guy's invoice? Well, I think, I think in this case with, uh, with Mike Pence and Joe Biden, there probably wasn't personal documents uh, mixed in with it. Like this is, this is probably, um, they're probably official documents that are commingled. Donald Trump actually, in his reasoning for having the documents stated that they belong to him. So I think there's a there's there's a disconnect with the way that Joe Biden and Mike Pence view the documents as government property that they accidentally took home. And then Donald Trump's way of viewing it, which is that shit's mine. I declassified it. It's mine, mine, mine. I licked right, it. It's mine. Right. I brought it home because there's zero responsibility taken like a like a Slovakian prostitute. He licked it. It belongs to him. <laughs> right. By Slovakian prostitute, I, of course, mean his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the breakdown She's not i appreciate it i'm sorry i'm sorry she was an escort there's a big difference big difference i i, I have to cut all of that because i don't uh, we don't generally joke about prostitution unless we use the word sex work on this on this podcast because we're super woke uh, which <laughs> might be illegal where you live yeah very illegal now where i live here in florida where woke uh woke does not go over well here yeah i i heard i heard that florida is where woke goes to die yeah, woke goes to sleep here in Florida for sure. And and people from colder states. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and old people. <laughs> okay, so why did they take it to their homes? In the case of Joe Biden and Mike Pence, it was likely a 
an issue where documents that they were allowed to take with them uh, were commingled with classified documents that were in their official offices. They were packed up probably by aides at the end of the administration. Do you think the second most powerful I was going to say the second most powerful person in government, but I don't think that's the, uh, that's true of the vice president. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Ostensibly, the second most important in the executive branch. Sure. Uh, they're not packing their own boxes. No, 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 no. No one's packing their own boxes over there. No. And I'm, I'm sure Donald Trump didn't even pack his own boxes, but I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that he was just like, yeah, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, take it with me. Yeah. But I might I mean, he did pack plenty of boxes in his lifetime. Most of them were married or he was married, uh, but different type of box. <laughs> you know, he can do whatever. He can grab them in whatever box he wants. That's true. Sometimes he sees a classified document and he puts it in a box and uh, he, he can't help himself. So can't they just read it in the office? And the answer is, in the case of classified documents for former uh, elected officials, no, they can't just read it in their office. They're not supposed to have those documents at all. <laughs> right. They belong in the National Archives. I feel like Indiana Jones. They belong in the National Archives. Yeah, they. <laughs> no, Biden belongs in the National Archives. <laughs> did, did, did you see a couple of sorry, this is way off topic, but did you see a couple of weeks ago or months ago? He's he's given a speech and and and. He wanted to thank the writer of said speech. And he's like, where, where is she at? Where's the writer of the speech? Well, the, the writer had died 30, like a month ago, a month prior to him looking around the room for her. Yeah, it was a, it was a member of the House of Representatives. Right. Um, in, in fairness, there's like 500 something people in the House of Representatives and I can name like 12 of them. So I'm going <laughs> to give him a pass. Like he gets like he gets notes like so and so supported this bill. Blah, blah, blah. And maybe at the end they had like a little asterisk. They maybe put a little asterisk there and he didn't read the footnote, which was like six feet under the rest of the information. And right. <laughs> or maybe it was a hyperlink and he didn't know how it worked. I don't I don't know what <laughs> format they're giving speeches at this point, which goes back to why they're printing out documents. Bingo. So the here's the thing, you know, they're all taking home classified documents and, and that's not right. Uh, but Biden Pence, they, they're taking responsibility. They're remorseful. They're making amends. They're making a new, yeah. uh, they're apologizing. They're regaining the trust of the American people. Uh, Trump, however, takes zero responsibility for anything. And really, can you trust someone <laughs> who can't even honestly play in his own golf tournament? I, I mean, this guy claims he won the, uh, the Donald Trump golf tournament against many good golfers. You saw that, right? Yeah, I, I heard about that. So the um, I, it was the senior club championship. So it is just it is just old folks. He is not claiming to have won a tournament against like Tiger Woods. He didn't invite like Tiger Woods out to play. And I kicked Tiger's ass. <laughs> uh, so I actually have his post from Truth Social, his proprietary social media network that he's about to abandon like a bag full of kittens on the side of the road. I think he's the only one on there. He, I think he's the only one on there. I mean, he's no, got, I mean, he's got 3,300 retruths to this one and 13 and a half thousand people like it. The retruths. That's great. Um, he also <laughs> has uh, a three, about 4,000 email addresses that are just his. So you know, he, he's doing <laughs> sure. his own stuff here. He's retruthing re his own stuff. Yeah, he's actually contractually obligated to post exclusively on Truth Social. Uh, for a set period of time. And then after that period of time, he's allowed to post on other networks as long as he posted on Truth Social first. Right. And that was, I believe, an 18 month contract. So 
his contract's coming to an end. He's going to come back to Twitter, Twitter like a nuclear bomb. I can't, I can't wait. Uh, just be, like, he's an idiot, uh, but he's entertaining. And <laughs> it's, it's kind of like Howard Stern in the old days. You know, you, you stayed tuned to hear what he would say next. I can't wait to see what he says next. I can't wait to follow him on the Twitter. Oh man, I'm I'm not really looking forward to it. Like I, I really try to insulate myself on Twitter to keep me away from the crazies, but it's tough. It, it is. Tough. Did you see that Nick Fuentes just got kicked off of Twitter again by, no, by Elon this that. time? Oh, yeah, that's that fine young man that Donald Trump had lunch <laughs> with. I thought Elon was all about not uh, silencing people, and people have their voice, and they can say what they want and they're not going to be censored and here we are censoring people yeah well it turns out those people that were kicked off of the network were probably kicked off for pretty good reasons (laughs) (laughs) of course of course i know that you know that yeah nick fuentes is just a fucking nazi who occasionally has lunches with former presidents and and uh billionaire rap moguls who are probably not billionaires anymore I feel like Kanye West and Elon Musk are at a race to get rid of the are, are in a race to see who can get rid of their billions the fastest. <laughs> right. I think Kanye's going to win, though. <laughs> uh, for sure, man. Someone someone needs to step in and, and just put a muzzle on him. Uh, he put out some great music, but man, that guy's screwing himself. Do you think we can get Britney's dad? <laughs> maybe that seemed to work pretty well for a while because in all seriousness like they put they put britney spears in a conservatorship and kanye's kanye's just running fucking loose out there <laughs> right like, and don't get me wrong like i i follow i follow britney's instagram and prior to her emancipation um there was clearly something wrong there um and then since her emancipation there's still something wrong there but she's happy about it <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears is not well, and that's okay. We let people be crazy all the fucking time, and we don't take away their right to manage their money. Right, right. But speaking of somebody who should probably not be allowed to manage other uh, manage their money, Donald Trump <laughs> truth. <laughs> since we we strayed we strayed from the course, but we'll play it where it lies. Trump does not play it where it lies. He definitely moves it forward a little bit. <laughs> he plays it where he lies about it. <laughs> and there you go. Should I, should I do this in a Trump? I'd like, I, I could do a Trump impression. Go. F- I think you should. Great, These bad uh, Trump impressions are sometimes better than the real thing. Oh, okay. I will make mistakes based on your encouragement. Go for it. I accept that. A great honor to have won the senior club championship at Trump International Golf Club, one of the best courses in the country in Palm Beach County, Florida. Competed against many fine golfers and was... <laughs> I'm just going to read it regular. I can't do this. <laughs> and was hitting the ball long and straight. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that I announced this on fabulous truth is that in a very real way, it serves as a physical exam, only much tougher. You need strength and stamina to win. And I have strength and stamina. Most others don't. You also need strength and stamina to govern exclamation point. <laughs> of course, that's where he was going. Does I feel like anytime he speaks or tweets, he's trying to like, like meet a minimum word count. Like how many, like remember in elementary <laughs> school, you had to write like a 500 word paper. And I used as many yeah. adjectives as possible to fill that page up with words. I feel like that's what Trump does. It's a great honor. Uh, the best courses competed against many fine golfers was hitting the ball long and straight. Uh, announces on fabulous truth. There is something to be said in, in, in a lot of writing courses. They say, 
Uh, you have to be willing to kill your babies, which means just, you know, you need to be willing to trim it down, recognize when a turn of phrase is less important than the than the story that you're trying to tell. I think <laughs> Donald Trump heard kill your babies and thought damage your children. So, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> his kids are kind of fucked up. Um, oh, so yeah. I, I guess what we have to do here is we one like anytime with Donald Trump, like the guy. He has a problem with truth, which is probably why he's going to quit Truth Social and go back to Twitter after his contractual obligation is up. Exactly. So let, let's go in reverse order, because I think the most the most spurious claims are actually at the top of this one. Um, <laughs> strength and stamina to govern. True. False. Does, do you need strength and stamina to govern? True. Because I think it's a huge mental gain. It's a huge mental I think, gain. I think mental strength. Yeah. Uh, FDR won World War II in a wheelchair. So... Well, well, he won I the think, first part of World War II in a wheelchair. Then Truman dropped the bomb on Japan. I I think that that's what he's trying to like. I don't think he. Well, who knows what he means? But uh, strength and stamina <laughs> to me is is a, a mental thing, not necessarily uh, because golf. You don't need strength and stamina physically. I have no strength and stamina and I could still play 18, 18 holes. I, I've never played golf on a course that didn't have a windmill, so I, I can't really speak to this. <laughs> Okay, well, next claim, you need strength and stamina to win, and I have strength and stamina. Most others don't. Do you think his ability to play 18 holes of golf, I think you've kind of already indicated that you don't think that playing 18 holes of golf is necessarily an exceptional demonstration of physical and mental prowess. Now, do you see how many old and fat people are out on a golf course on a Tuesday morning? I mean, it's it, it, there's a lot. I, I would appreciate it if you wouldn't uh, body shame the top 30% of earners in America. <laughs> my bad. Okay. You don't see you you definitely don't see a bunch of in shape people uh playing golf unless it's like the younger kids coming out of college and all that. Uh, it's usually in shaped challenged people that are playing golf and also youth challenged. They're in golf shape. Yeah, round is a shape. Uh one of one of the most perfect shapes. I mean, Greek philosophers did wonders with circles. <laughs> They did. And do you know that manholes are circular because it's the only shape that won't fall in on itself? Interesting. Did I just blow your mind? Yeah, I guess that t that totally makes sense. Be yeah, thank you. All right. D tune into No New Friends podcast for all of your manhole, all of your manhole facts. Yes, Scott, yes. Scott will tell you so much about manholes. You, you won't want to, you don't, you won't want to listen to another show. Yeah. Too much about manholes uh, and women holes too. Uh, <laughs> you know, we don't discriminate. We, you know, we, we're, we're equal opportunity offenders. No, women can go in the sewers too. <laughs> okay. So the next claim here, and I think this is, this is really more of an assessment. He says he competed against many fine golfers. I'm not going to begrudge him that there might've been, there might've been fine people there. And then there also might've been people who have a membership at Mar-a-Lago. Exactly. Or did he stack it in his favor and have all the, the worst <laughs> golfers playing? Because I could see him doing that. I, I could absolutely see him doing that. The final claim to examine here, uh, which is the first claim made in the post, is a great honor to have won the senior club championship at Trump International Golf Club. <laughs> because he, he was absolutely declared the winner of the golf tournament hosted at the club that he owns. <laughs> right. By his employees. By his employees who... We're following direct orders from one Donald J. Trump. Right. So what's interesting is it was a two day tournament. And on the first day, he he was in North Carolina attending Diamond's funeral, you know, Diamond and Silk, mm -hmm. um, his 
his two African-American fans. Right. Just two. He, he used to have three, but Herman Cain COVID, you know? Yeah. Um, I, and, you know, I, I don't want to I don't want to joke. I think I think honestly, anybody who dies of COVID after ignoring the risk and, and declining to get a vaccine is a victim of misinformation. It's, it's misinformation. It yep. Mm -hmm. It sucks. By the way, at that funeral, he did forget that he knew Silk. He said he oh. knew Diamond, but didn't know her well. And then Twitter was a quilt of pictures of Donald Trump posing with both Diamond and Silk. He has met this woman like 20 something times. He's just like, I knew Diamond. And this is this is by, by the way, this is after Silk gave a eulogy. Silk introduced him and said that he treated her like family, like one of his own children. And so, yeah, that's probably true. Right. I, I, I love I Tiffany, love I don't know her. I love when he makes a mistake because, uh, you know, average Joe Schmo with the power of the Internet is very quick to uh, to attack and uh, and post <laughs> pictures of when they pose. To, I love it. I love the Internet. Like Donald Trump doesn't make mistakes. He has no sense of self-reflection. So there's no reason to acknowledge a mistake. Correct. Right. But the people who were engaged in this tournament were shocked when they showed up on day two to find that Donald Trump was on the leaderboard five points ahead of everybody. <laughs> And this is a quote. He apparently played a cracking round of golf earlier that week before uh -huh. the tournament. And that became his official, like uh, just, uh, just a I private round of golf from a previous round. It was amazing. There were oh, many why didn't fine you people read there. the truth? You were, you were on it. You had, you had that nice, like that's beautiful. Sometimes I can do it. Sometimes <laughs> I can't. Like it must be something in the water down there, man. It, well, it is. It is. We, uh, we watch him every night before now. we go to bed. Yeah. It, <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, I guess uh, final determination. Donald Trump, probably not very trustworthy. <laughs> not not one bit. He didn't legitimate legitimately win this tournament. No way. <laughs> he didn't legitimately win the tournament. He did. And I, and I don't like I don't want to drag out that old 2020 chestnut again, but it's entirely possible that he might not be a reliable source for keeping track of who won the election either. <laughs> I would, I would agree. I would agree a hundred percent. But if you're looking to follow someone on social media who has never lied about winning a golf tournament hosted at their own private club, uh, you can follow Rick Reynolds, who has been kind enough to allow us the use of his song United from the album portals in progress, which you can find on Amazon, iTunes, and Spotify. He's also on Instagram at Rick Reynolds. And would you like to tell folks where they can find the No New Friends podcast and you personally, individually, maybe a home address, a grid coordinate, something that, and you know what, if you don't want people to know that, we'll just mark it classified and park it in Biden's garage. <laughs> there you go. Yep, I'm the host of the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. We're on all social media, but the easiest way to find us is our website, uh, www.nonewfriendspodcast.com. All of our links are there, all of our, uh, all the platforms that we're on. We're really everywhere. Uh, but yeah, check us out and thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. And you can find me individually at Foodicide, that's F-O-O-D-I-C-I-D-E. On all the social media platforms, you can find the podcast at Wreck Your Pod in the same places. You can send us email at wreckyourpod at gmail.com. And you can find us on the Podcast Nexus Discord server. You'll find a link to that in the show notes. So if between now and next week, if you're wondering whether Donald Trump is going to remember your name when you invite him to your sister's funeral, and you can't wait for our next episode, we encourage you to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. We are united.
night if it was so far apart. 